At the core of many of the wrong choices that some teenagers make is the hope that they will find comforts in the unexpressed hurt and pain they're going through. A lot of times I encourage parents to go beyond the behavior, beyond the wrong choices, because underneath all of that lies some unreserved hurts that is staring their emotions. And a lot of times, because they find it so difficult to regulate those emotions, they find it so difficult to understand the emotions that they're going through, they resolve to wrong choices, risky behaviors, um, anger outbursts. A lot of these things happen from the core of unexpressed hurt and pain. And this is why I also encourage parents is don't let an argument or a barrage of unfiltered words thrown at them in moments of frustration. Don't let that linger on for days without resolving it. I'm very big on the concept of repairing the relationship. I'm very big on the concept of not leaving things too long before resolving it. Because what tends to happen with many teenagers that I've worked with is that the longer the gap of the unresolved issues that's going on, the more assumptions they make, the more they fill in those gaps. Those gaps cannot stay as empty gaps for long. Teenagers will always find a way to cover up those gaps. And when I mean cover up the, those gaps, fill in the blanks. So they have a misunderstanding with you. They have a conflict with you. Some words are exchanged, words that you almost want to take back in, words that were not filtered, words that were not thought about, words that were just expressed out of frustration and anger in those moments. These things leave, they leave a certain kind of gap in our teenagers' understanding of what has just happened. Why did this stuff just happen? What caused this situation between me and my mom or me and my dad? Now they are finding, trying to find things to fill that gap, trying to make things to understand what it has just happened. And that's why when we leave that space, when we leave that argument, lingering on, they are forced to then fill in the gaps. And unfortunately for many of us, they fill in the gaps with the wrong assumptions. Oh, it's because they don't like me. It's because I was never wanted anyway. It's because they don't care about me. It's because I'm no good. It's because I'm not enough. It's because I'm not that great. It's because I'm not that smart. It's because I made all those mistakes I made. They're still holding that against me. Our teenagers are experts in filling up the gap because they need to make sense of it. And even if what they're saying doesn't make sense, it makes sense to them. It fills the gap. They don't want to be living their lives with that gap hanging on, wondering what had happened. They would rather make those assumptions. They would rather make, make up for the gap. So I encourage parents that once these kind of things happen, these situations, these arguments, these conflicts, that we don't really do it. We don't never do it intentionally, but it's just out of lack of sometimes self-control. We let it happen. We just go with it as it happens. And so my encouragement to parents is that once you've realized it has happened, okay, it's happened. 
let's now work on what we need to do to repair it so that that gap doesn't stay on for too long so that we don't keep those lingering thoughts then making the assumptions that they want to make quickly so how do we repair First things first is your self-awareness that, yes, okay, I need to sort this out. I went, I think I went a bit out of, I just went a bit out of control. Is that, is that self-admission first? That is the key. And once you can get to admitting it and being self-aware about it, then you can take the next steps of repairing. Ask them that you really want to talk to them. Apologize and say, you know what, I've been doing a lot of thinking about what just happened. And I think we need to talk, please. When is the best time for you to talk? For a teenager, find out from them when is the best time for them to talk. Don't just go to them and just say what you need to say. Now, there's got to be some respect put around it. When is the best time for them to talk? So that they're receptive to what you have to say. Because if you force a time on them, then they're just going to sit down there and just listen, but not really listen. And you want them to listen so that they can really take it in. So find out a good time that we can all talk and then start that conversation with admitting your own faults. It's not about what your teenagers did that caused you to, to do what you did now or say what you said now. This is not even part of that repair conversation. What they did is actually not part of the conversation. It's what you did that is part of the repair conversation. And then what tends to happen is when you lead with what you did and how you need to do things differently, they will then follow and then then repair their own part of it. Okay, yes, mom, I know you did this, but it's, I also take the blame because I said this and this. I didn't do this and this. Then it can flow. So be mindful not to start the conversations with what they did. Be mindful not to start the conversations, the repair conversations with what they did. Start it with what you did. Fix your own side. Repair your own side first. That's, that's, the, that's the responsibility you have in that conversation. That's the responsibility you have in that repair conversation. It's about what you did. It's about what you said. And then let it flow. Because from exemplifying that example of owning up to what you did, it will automatically make them to actually flow as well and say, okay, yes, I did this too. I'm so sorry that I did this too this that 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 sometimes it may not happen immediately but because they see that habit from you they, because they see that example from you it's easier for them to go with what you've done it's easier for them to flow from what you've said how you've apologized and then they apologize for their own part as well so that is really really the key to it all i i, I really want us as parents to start looking way beyond the behavior, way beyond the, 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 the choices that our teenagers, the wrong choices that they're making. There's something underneath it all. They don't just wake up in the morning and decide to, to, to do these risky behaviors or decide to make these wrong choices. It doesn't just start from just them deciding. It starts, there's a root cause to all of these things. And so it's very important that in our own relationship with them, in our own communication with them, we are able to really repair and fix those gaps that come out due to, you know, unexpressed hurt and pain from both sides, um, actually. But because we are the parents, it's important that we initiate it. Because, see, if we don't initiate the repair, if we don't make the shifts that we need to make, then guess what? We will be forced to make it one way or the other. 
probably as a consequence of what they've done or a consequence of the the, the issues they've gone into. Let's say a, a child has done it so much and now gone to prison. Now on reflection, parents start to make the shift. So let's not wait for the consequences to lead us to making those shifts. Let's be proactive in making those shifts. Let's be proactive in regulating our emotions when we get frustrated. Let's be proactive in those things. It's important that we are proactive in that so that we deal with that. We're able to put in, um, we're able to put in strategies that will help the relationship rather than wait until the relationship is beyond repair and then have the whole process or go through the whole um, heartache really involved in, in getting it fixed. So that would be my encouragement to parents is that look beyond the behavior and please let us not allow arguments and conflicts to linger too long. Because the more they linger on, the more solid, the, the pathway of, so, of, of negative thoughts from our teenagers, because they're trying to make sense of it all. They're trying to understand why did this happen? Who are they in this picture? And so we want to reduce the ability for them to make those wrong assumptions by getting in to repair as quick as possible and making sure that in our repair, we're focusing on what we did and what we said not on what they did and what they said. I trust this helps. Take care.